Hi guys, I'm Giuseppe Santamaria, the photographer behind Men in This Town and editor of MIT Magazine. Welcome to a new season of Portrait Session, in partnership with Emporio Armani. This season, I'm doing things a bit differently. Instead of shooting men in this town in my studio, I'll be capturing them in their natural habitat, living la dolce vita and finding out what living the sweet life actually means to them in this day and age. In this episode, I'm chatting with Sydney-based actor and creator Edward O'Leary. Having recently studied acting at the International Screen Academy, Edward has been mesmerized by the glow of television and film since he was a kid. He always imagined himself on the screen one day, but never actually saw himself represented in Australia as a Pacific Islander or as a man in the LGBTQ community. Taking action into his own hands, he began collaborating with young filmmakers on short films and web series, hoping to tell the stories that might otherwise go untold. Head over to meninthistown.com to view selects from our portrait session. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy the conversation that took place. <laughs> you want to come just a little bit closer? Just to kind of make sure that... I mean, the quality's there, so it's all good. Um, Alright, let's start off introducing yourself. Hi, I'm Edward O'Leary. Just a little bit... Yeah, little look at me, but just a little Hi. bit closer. <laughs> yeah. Hi, uh, hey, I'm Edward O'Leary, or Eddie O'Leary. 23 years old, uh, live in Sydney, and I'm an actor. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so... I guess we'll start off with your style. Yeah. What are you wearing today? I have my Emporio Armani blazer on. I have my light blue Wrangler jeans. And under that, I have a navy blue Gildan shirt. Mostly vintage. And belt as well? Yeah, yeah. the secondhand leather belt. $2 from Vinnie's that I bought four years ago. Amazing. And it's getting... I have to keep punching holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> getting skinnier or bigger? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Exactly, yeah. Um, Do you look at a lot of vintage shops when it comes to kind of clothes? Definitely, yeah. especially the Australian brands mm. and the brands that you just know will last. So yeah, right. I probably have three pairs of Wrangler jeans that are from secondhand stores. Um, jackets are great, especially yeah. like thick bomber jackets that you find a lot there. I, yeah, I always start like a vintage clothes stores. A, it's cheap. Oh, exactly. Like, for yeah. real. Yeah. Any, any favorites around the area that you like in Newtown? Mm, in the area, there's this, oh, there's this great new place called The Real Deal. They're more like repurposing, you know, a more like 90s aesthetic, mm. sportswear, stuff like that. There's a great uh, Vinnie's just down the road. I mean, Newtown's probably like full, just full of them. Um, there's and a lot. It's, of, but it's fun. hard because <laughs> it's more about the repurposed fashion as opposed right. to secondhand clothes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they, they, it's not that they put the prices up, but, you know, they, they need a, they're, they're retail prices in a way, yeah. um, which is fair enough. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's tricky because after a while they somewhat become same, same, or it kind of defeats the purpose of them being vintage yeah, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Is it, do you use kind of the, vintage kind of looks to kind of explore fashion and find a style like do you have a particular style or are you still kind of uh, discovering it a bit yeah well I suppose I'm still discovering that um I guess in Newtown I've found a certain freedom in that I you can wear whatever you want I mean yeah. it's not specific to Newtown obviously but uh I don't know I've just found in the past I've either tried to dress for the neighborhood or dress for those around me whereas now I dress for comfort practicality yeah. Um, 
And yeah, you know, once those clothes are secondhand, it can be like, you know, you can find like a ladies' t-shirt or a men's t-shirt. That's yeah, just yeah. a t-shirt, you know. <laughs> you can just really, it it's fabric. Jeans. Yeah, I think these might be, you know, <laughs> yeah. lady jeans. But yeah. yeah, like it's fabric. So in that sense, I'm definitely exploring a lot with just what works, what feels good, uh, what looks good, and what just might fit me different. Mm. Um, yeah, like I, I guess I'm always exploring and always just trying to, you know, get to that place where I'm like can walk out feeling confident and like, mm. yeah, just feel good. I guess you know. Yeah, you know that feeling when you're just like, yeah, this is good. I'm Absolutely. confident. Some part of my real self is coming out. I'm somehow telling a story to people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you, you mentioned kind of Newtown being a little bit more of a place where you can do that. I, I definitely think that it's, mm. you know, the, your environment that you surround yourself with. Yeah. You have other people kind of doing, expressing themselves in different ways. Yeah. So this does give you a little bit more freedom to kind of try new things that you wouldn't have before. Yeah, I think so. And um yeah, I suppose, uh, I guess previously I was living in Paddington and part of that was a little bit more conservative. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. And I didn't even realize really, like after a while I realized I was the only um, non-Caucasian person in our flat yeah, and yeah. Uh, wearing old boots. I felt like people kind of clocked me differently. Yeah, I was right, like, oh, this yeah. is so odd. Um, yeah, right. So yeah, definitely here I'm like, there will always be someone who's dressing better than me and there will be someone who's not dressing as good as me. I don't know. Like, yeah. it kind of makes me feel fine. But at the same time, whatever people think of me is, like, none of my business. Like, yeah. it's, it doesn't matter. So I love that. It's thing. definitely more comfort yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, what was kind of, when you were younger, when you were a teenager, Yeah. like, where did your interest or kind of, where did you learn about fashion? What was it like yeah. kind of as a kid? Well, so I grew up in Tamworth, New South Wales, which is six hours from here. Rural city country music capital of Australia. Is it? It is, yeah. it is, buddy. Um, so every year they have the country music festival. So maybe that's where my Wranglers came from and yeah. like my work boots aesthetic. Um, but look, you know, the internet, uh, Tumblr was a great one. Yeah, yeah. Instagram eventually came along. But I don't know, I think before then I was still, I guess I wasn't really, I didn't ask, so I didn't really come out until I guess leaving Tamworth when I was like 18 to come study in Sydney. Mm. Um, so I think back then there was still parts of me trying to dress to a certain category of uh, teenage boy. Yeah, right. And um, what kind of was that? What would you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was, oh, buddy. It was like it was like cotton on. It was black. Black skinny jeans were huge and like yeah. flannel shirts. But then also there was it was a big you know farming town, farming city. Yeah, so right. uh, also like like uh, like what's it, like surf brand singlet stuff like that that seems to be the the, the trend shorts. of all australian boys yeah. it's i know like, exactly well you yeah. start you start simple you start <laughs> you start practical thongs um vans were like huge and you know back in high school how the the fads would like come and go mm. and it would always constantly change but at the same time i was always kind of on the outside of what all the guys were doing yeah right. i had to like try to do what they they were doing as mm. opposed because they were just like living it whereas i was trying to work to that standard yeah and obviously and like we were like poor as like we had no money so i was like oh mom can you buy me this and she's like no (laughs) no you can wear your brothers i'm like oh that's the hand-me-downs was definitely a thing for my family it's like it's you just kind of got whatever you got and i mean luckily i went to school it's mandatory here with uniforms in school so that's kind of a a given there that's a big help so it's less of a exploring your fashion is probably less definitely yeah with high school um and i had (laughs) 
had an afro back then. Like yeah, right. Afro, yeah. <laughs> and it was not clean. It was not a good afro. It was like, a, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do with my hair. I'm going to let it grow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be that kid with an afro. So Amazing. people would talk to me. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I have like a really thick Italian hair. Yeah. So right. when I was a kid, I had like a, an afro that was like ringlets. Yeah. But then in high school. At least they were ringlets, yeah. But then they kind of went away. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. Fair <laughs> and enough. it was just thick Italian hair and then I dyed it once and it was nice. yeah. really bad. And we always have that. Moment. Yeah. You have those moments which is good to explore and kind of see what you want to exactly. do. Exactly. It's exploring and learning. Absolutely. So you then kind of eventually came to Sydney yeah. to study. What, what was your kind of what were you wanting to do? Uh, that's such a good question. So I... Did you want to kind of escape your hometown or was it something... I, th I think, you know, that's a feeling everyone has. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, I've always been in love with film and television. Like it's always just been the world I know. So uh, yeah, I moved here in 2015 by myself. I had like $600, which was not enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, to study acting at the International Screen Academy in Waterloo. Um, and it was like such a huge thing for me. I had one other friend here um, and I was like living uh, not in great places at that time. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I just wanted to go to the big city. Like my older siblings had done it to pursue their careers. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, that's the thing to do. Makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I did that, started studying and slowly formed a life here. Amazing. Yeah. It is, was acting something like you, you mentioned TV film? Yeah. Was it theater as well? Or is there particularly TV and film? Particularly like? film and television. Yeah. Um, I've never been too interested in theater. Mm. I, I don't like it. I, don't, I love it. But mm. um, no, just... So I originally went, came to Sydney with the idea to study filmmaking. Um, and I went to this school and just talked to them a bit more. And I kind of slowly realized I, where I wanted to be in front of the camera. Mm. Um, but at, and I, I went in there and not really knowing anything about like proper, properly acting. Yeah, um, right. So it was like, obviously a lot of learning, a lot of waking up, um, which is great. And yes, yeah, since then, it's just been me trying to get more and more into the film and television side and yeah I think it's where I want to be I think I mean theater is great and I would really love to do some because it's just a great uh form of exercise mm. and uh a good way to test myself but yeah I th I think I'm just wanting to be on tv yeah I think there's so much more opportunity there sometimes in when, a sense yeah because uh, can, yeah, it depends on kind of where you live, obviously, and yeah. kind of the theater scene here and compared yeah, to yeah. the television and film scene. Um, but like web series, you've obviously taken so part many. of as well. Yeah. And it's like those little things where you're able to kind of get experience and exposure in that way. Has that helped you? Yeah, definitely. So I most of the stuff I've been involved with is like through friends or just through people I know or people I meet on Facebook or Instagram. Mm. Um which is great, which I think is just the natural process of things. You just yeah. work with the people you know. Um, which probably would have been lesser the case kind of years ago when social media and internet exactly, wasn't yeah. around. So exactly. harder to get your foot in the door. No, for real, yeah, yeah, which is why I think, you know, social media is important as uh, as problematic as it can be. It is mm. important because you just, it's instant communication. Um, yeah, so it's working on like web series and short films like that it's it's just networking really like mm -hmm. i meet i go do one then i meet someone from there meet the sound person from there 
hey, I'm making a film in a few months. Do you want to like come help out? Yeah. Mm. Or my friends from acting school was like, oh, hey, there's this role. You can do it. Please come help. We have no money. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like no one has money. Like, <laughs> no. And we just need to understand that. Like including, you know, our, you know, television productions. Like no one has money. Which is fine. As well, yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. Which makes me feel fine. Like um, it's just good to know. I don't know, I feel like there's something a bit hungry about Australians in the industry yeah. compared, like I've had a few friends move to uh, Vancouver um, who are just like, wow, there's just so much here in terms of content yeah. and work and people. But uh, she was personally saying that, I don't know, there's something a bit more desperate about Australians, mm. which is like good. Like, Well, they try harder and it's like yeah. you're really trying to kind of prove yourself. I mean, in any industry here you're limited with resources compared to somewhere like America. Yeah. So it's, you are kind of doing a lot more. You yeah. are uh, doing a lot of things for free. So exactly, it's kind yeah. of, you're really trying to get there. I think where yeah. I think maybe in America, you, there is so many opportunities, but because you have less of a drive maybe to get kind of get there, you're, you don't have that that hunger like an Australian does. It's different, but then no, I don't know. I have this great different? attitude. Yeah, it's different. And yeah. I'm talking as someone who's not been there. Um, but yeah, look, it's just about knowing people. Like yeah. I've met so many, you know, other young professionals, other young creatives, um, and friends also, mm. which is great. Just through all these projects, like I wouldn't have these current circles without you know doing all this stuff for free or just yeah. taking a chance on someone I might not know yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I. As I guess, you know, some might perceive them as like tedious or, you know, small because they're unpaid or yeah. low quality because it's a student film. You're still just getting so much out of it by being Absolutely. there, like being on set with people who, you know, care about something no one else does just yeah. to get it out. So, no, it's always a good energy. And I try not to bag it out, you know, as much as I used to. Yeah. Because it's, it's worth it. Oh, it's easy to kind of get stuck in a, a negative headspace, I think, in a lot of ways of yeah. like, if something's not working out or it's like not moving along, you just feel like, ugh, like it's know, yeah. really frustrated. And it's unavoidable. Absolutely. Yeah. Everywhere in any industry you work in. And it's like, you need that patience, I think, and kind of, and just be persistent and keep going Patience with is it. key. Yeah, yeah. For real. What, what are your kind of ambitions? Like, do you want to kind of go to move overseas or do you want to stick to the Australian scene? Um, look, I mean, eventually my, yeah, one of my best friends who we went to acting school together and mm. have just been acting together for the last few years, she just moved to VC and um, is loving it, is, you know, working as a PA on sets for like uh, DC shows and yeah, runners right. on like, actual production she got a great agent she booked a job in the first like two weeks or something um and where's that time, la you said oh sorry vancouver, vancouver. Yeah. um but at the same time you know i love i love sydney i love the content that comes out of here and when it's good it's good um and i know there's something special about it and it is something i do want to leave you know my footprint on mm. But at the same time, the work is overseas, the money is overseas, yeah. the, I guess, you know, acclaim spreading your face is Absolutely. getting onto a Netflix show, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess in terms of small steps, right now, my plan is to get an agent, um, produce my own short film. Amazing. And get my face out there. Yeah. And, you know, start earning money, getting people to know that I'm a reliable person who can work yeah. and then 
get my friends' jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Um, and just keep rolling, I guess. Yeah. I think uh, I see kind of what Margot Robbie has done. Yeah. In as just such a great example of you know starting small here yeah. in Australia and kind of growing big, but then being smart and not just being an actress and kind of she's going on to producing things, has her own company. Exactly. It's just, yeah. it's I think that is such a kind of aspirational thing to kind of do from an Australian point of view. For sure, And then yeah. potentially bring that stuff to Australia. Well, exactly. Know? Like It's um, a growing country, so it's... I it think, is, and we have stories to tell. Yeah, um, absolutely. Even considering with our big little lies, Bruna Papandre, mm. the producer, you know, she's eventually bringing content back to our shores, which would be great, because now she's built that claim. Um, and same, oh, bloody hell. Eliza Scanlon, she was in uh, Sharp Objects and she just finished a play at STC. Now she's directing her own short film and, you know, she's so young and it's like, mm. it's so good to see, I guess, people come home because, yeah. I don't know, I, I really feel like we do have a specific flavour of storytelling and uh, a visual style, as does every country, but yeah. obviously I'm in love with it. Um, so it's good to see, it's good to see. And I guess that's goals, to be able to go, come back, and, you know, just keep making. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Producing and just keep... Yeah, I love that. Well, what are some of the, the roadblocks that you've kind of encountered, though? Like, kind yeah. of being here? Oh, definitely. Uh, well, look, it's not... You grad, I graduated uh, school, and it's not, it's not a viable... It's not a trade, you mm. know? You're not getting... You can't get an internship, really. Well, I mean, you kind of can, but, you know, it's not something you're going to be seeing dollars every week consistently um it might be every month or so or might be every second year Mm. like money is a huge thing and it's disheartening in a sense to you know not have your passion align with your work and income yeah but you know that's where you want to be eventually um so yeah look just just yeah just having no industry to like go into in a mm-hmm. way like yeah it just kind of sucked for a long time to be like well great I I feel like I might have wasted two and a half years studying to like see all my friends with their full-time jobs currently and yeah. uh, you know paying their rent on time yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that was a huge one and I think also just like self-perception mental health things like mm-hmm. it's it's I know it's weird to call yourself a creative and then you're like, you're looking through your portfolio and you're like, huh, I haven't done anything. Like, <laughs> where's my work? Who's paying me for this? No one is. Um, I hear you. So yeah, honestly. But, you, but that, you wouldn't change it though. And you're obviously not changing it. Exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. There is a passion in you and a drive to kind of keep going. And mm. I, I find like, I kind of mentioned this before that it's like, well, what is the, the new type of luxury? And it's kind of, well it's trying to kind of do your own thing and it's exactly, not, it doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be easy. It's just, you have that kind of determination in you to kind of go against the grain yeah. as opposed to everyone else. that's kind of just doing the same thing totally. just to kind of make a living and to just make money and, you know, yeah. not pursuing their actual passions. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I'm enjoying myself a lot more compared to people I know who are somewhat in their career mm-hmm. and they're kind of done there. Whereas I know I, I have a lot of freedom, I guess. Uh, I I work in, I support myself by working in hospitality and that's only like four nights a week. So mm. all those other times I'm free to go to rehearsals, go to classes, you know, yeah. meet up with directors or just talk to actor friends or just chill out or yeah, just yeah. like do my own thing or paint. 
Um, so in that sense, I've only kind of recently realized that I do have like so much freedom, which is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I'm traveling to, I'm going to Newcastle on Saturday just to go to the beach. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I really appreciate the freedom. Yeah. I think I it's that you, you can't kind of, I, I read it somewhere before where it's like, you can't, your downtime, you can't be guilty about your downtime because yes, you're not right. making money. It's like, well, enjoy that downtime because that's going to make you energized and kind of totally yeah. get there and kind of keep pursuing it because you know, kind of you have that energy and time to actually do that. Yeah. Uh, but again, there are the downfalls and there are parts that kind of sometimes you question yourself and your mental health becomes kind of an issue. Yeah. What are the, some of the things other than kind of going away and kind of having a, mm. a detox a little bit, what makes you kind of keep going and what do you get, what do you use to get help to kind of yeah. keep positive? Uh, honestly, my, my friends, like, mm. um, it, it, I either by the work they're doing mm. or just knowing that they're in the same boat. Yeah. That's like a great, great thing. Well, look, everyone is in the same boat. Like everyone is just trying to pay their bills. Um, so just reminding myself that, you know, I'm not behind, but I'm not like in front, you know, everyone's just working at their own pace mm-hmm. and it'll happen eventually. And I'd rather be happy now than stressing out about it or yeah. thinking there's a deadline to reach. Um, yeah uh also getting into work is good um and not not like paid work but like getting stuck into a script and just like having a great class like that just reminds me why i'm here or why i chose this kind of lifestyle like um or like failing at the class is really good too like it reminds me that like wow i would rather feel bad about this than feel bad about anything else you know what i mean like i'd rather fail in acting than fail in i don't know I know, like... Well, you're learning by doing that. So it's like fail in something and then you know how to make... You you get better. You're learning your craft. It's my favorite thing. Like, it's so fun to fail in class. (laughs) Like, it's so weird. Like, there's there's been many moments, specifically in class, where I'm like, okay, so I I can't act. I'm going to quit. I'm going to get a trade. I'm going to learn how to cut people's hair. I'll move back to Tamworth. And then, you know... 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's the process. That's yeah. how you learn. That's, that's how you get better. I um, hear you. How yeah. many times I've had situations of like, okay, screw this. I'm just going to go get a full-time job because it's like, For I, real. I would like anymore. to save money and go overseas, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but your body won't let you do it. It doesn't feel it, right. It, no, yeah. <laughs> just, like, you get, you resist it completely. Yeah. And it's like, and then something good pops up. Yeah. So exactly. it's like, you just, again, the patience, you just need to have that patience really is key like I've uh yeah recently I don't know I can't even describe how important it is to remind mm-hmm. yourself that there's no rush it's like it's cool stuff will happen you can make stuff happen mm-hmm. but yeah it's just good to be patient and to be accepting of that absolutely yeah what, what's your average day in kind of Sydney look like in Newtown yeah um yeah. in Newtown I wake up super early like at seven I do a bit of exercise clean up the flats um if I'm not working so I mainly work nights in hospitality in Enmore I used to be in King Street and in Enmore just in bar and restaurant work which is always nice. fun yeah, yeah. um but yeah since graduating I have so many days that are just free mm. so I spend a lot of time writing reading so much time watching tv because that is my world and i used to feel guilty about it but it's what i love like it's what i want to be in so 
I binge stuff. I watch like movies. I try to get to the cinema. I don't go as much as I should. Same with the theater. I mm. do need to go more. But I don't know. At the same time, nothing has attracted me, you know, to take out my wallet yeah. enough. So I'm still kind of like waiting. Theater's yeah, different world, but I love it. What's um, some of your favorite TV shows that you've recently? Ooh, recently. Um, <laughs> we'll start simple. So yeah. <laughs> I, I never watched Kath and Kim when it first came out. Yeah, right. And I'm watching it now yeah. and just understanding that it is comedy gold. Uh, and you're so lucky they just didn't be discovering it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been told that. And because I, I didn't get it like growing up. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. But now I'm like, these two are hilariously oh, talented, fast and, you know, they paved the way for, like, Chris Lilly and everybody yeah. else that came after them, the catering show, like... It's a perfect it's example of Australian comedy. And exactly. Just kind of... That type of... Yeah. Very particular, and it's like they tried to do the remake in America, but it's <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's not, it just doesn't make sense, because it's, it's Australian. That's yeah. the, the point of it. No, exactly. But oh, I love them. I, so I'm good. re-watching it now at the same time. Yeah, great. Netflix, Everyone so. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Netflix <laughs> so is great. Um, I've been watching Mindhunter, which is just yeah. full of fantastic performances, and... Just the visuals are amazing. Obviously, David Fincher is great, but um, uh, it's just so quick and accessible. And the uh, the Australian in it, Anatov, is like exceptional. Like everybody in it is just so good. Um, Pose on FX yeah. has just been life changing for me. Mm. Just seeing look representation will always be important, but when it's I, somehow it's been able to bypass representation for representation's sake and mm-hmm. just tell accurate stories, yeah. real stories. And I was just saying to my partner, like, whoa, it's, I've never, I had this odd moment where I was like, whoa, I've never seen poor, queer, brown people enjoying themselves on TV before. And I was like, holy, like, this is amazing. Like, I love this. Actually, I, I find and it's, again, you, you fall in love with these characters. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing, I think, about that show. There's It has some of its flaws. But Definitely. But the, the, the people that are, the storytelling is, yeah. like, great of these characters. And it's like you want, I think it's, and it's you're seeing something new that hasn't been on television. Completely. And new. it's like, that's what's so amazing about it. And it's... Truly. Um, so important, I and think. It, yeah, and it's colorful and it's fun. Mm. And I just, there's times where I'm just screaming at the television, like <laughs> loving it, and other yeah, times yeah. I'm crying. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because those characters are so close to me. Like, that's me, essentially. Like, you relate more to it. For real, Absolutely. yeah. And it's important. And a lot of people just don't, just don't understand. Well, yeah, compared to like Australian content and television, you know, we don't, we hardly go into sexuality. We're getting better with race and stuff, but still, uh, you know, we're pretty. What kind of I guess behind you know compared to the states and other countries, but again that comes down to you know the amount of people working here mm. and you know the amount of people willing to get in there and the num just numbers really as opposed to stories because the stories are here like oh, absolutely oh my goodness, and I don't I don't get why commercial television here isn't having more interesting shows on it's like they're so obsessed for all with the reality television yeah but then at the same time it's all white people on yeah. television these shows and i mean even just something like you know there's an australian version of drag race coming in here yeah that's right why wouldn't one of the commercial networks pick up that and kind of air because it would be it would break everything and kind of then people would start exploring and doing interesting things again i'm hoping it will i'm hoping i can't remember the channel that's is it itv yeah yeah i think Um, so well i'm hoping like prime or nbn honestly steals it from them just to get it out there Mm. because yeah something like that would really just open the door yeah and then stories 
the colorful Australia would be seen. Absolutely, because yeah. there, there is so much there, and especially when it comes to the drag world here. Yeah. It's so interesting. And, and it's, it's different. Like, very yeah. different compared to and everywhere funny else. And yeah. fun. Like, Absolutely. People have fun. Oh, one more is Les Norton on ABC. Um, okay, yeah. It's really good. It's set in the... 80s in Sydney, which I'm just like so in love with. And uh, the lead actor, Alexander Bertrand, is like this, he just plays it pitch perfectly. This like ochre Australian, six foot something, like redhead, just like thought. Like he's so attractive, but he's an excellent performer and all the supporting cast are just amazing and quick and it's hilarious. Rebel Wilson's in it, um, which is great. She plays like a brothel owner. Um, I have to check it oh out. Oh, God, it's so good. And yeah. it's split between four directors, which is, like, really great. Because um, you can tell there's and there's two female directors. Uh, all the names are gone. But you can just tell when something's mm. had a bit more heart put into it. And this show is, like, really good and potentially something we could market, you know, to the States just mm. to say, hey, this is Australia. Yeah. This is what we can do. An ABC show. ABC, yes, yeah, yeah, correct. It yeah, it was quite good. I like it. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Is there uh, a role that you feel like that you'd love to <laughs> kind of have? From like, obviously, you you know a lot of television and movies, yeah. and there's something that you would love to remake or have done or. Ooh, Ooh remake. Uh... Oh, that's such a big question. Um... I'm sure it is. <laughs> Quite broad. Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I'm not sure. Like, when I see myself on like getting into the industry, I I suppose I always picture myself in a role that is similar to myself in mm. order to show my personality. Like, and has that been out there? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Like personally, I've always wanted to do like something like Broad City, where I can oh, okay. write for myself. You yeah. know, essentially just be myself on camera. But then. I mean, that is acting, but it's also me you know, kind of being that. myself, yeah, yeah. which I love, which is great. It's another it's a heightened version. It's another form of vulnerability to put mm. yourself, put all yourself out there. But then also I'd love to do something like Underbelly where I play like a darker character or a character that, I don't know, is, is against who I am. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. And... Hmm, There's challenges makes... both ways. I love well, like, yeah. putting yourself out there and playing a completely different character. It's totally, like, yeah. Broad City is great. Broad City is <laughs> great. Broad City is really special, for Absolutely. sure. That's yeah. an underrated kind of show. That if, I feel. if you like that, um, I don't know if you've heard of this. It's just a YouTube show, and these guys are a huge inspiration to me. Uh, they're from the States. They live in L.A. It's uh, Stephanie Koenig and Brian Jordan Alvarez. Uh, essentially, they just make youtube content yeah and it is so funny because it's like kind of choppy editing and like you know very much their friends just making it they're all like 30 somethings but it is just complete it's so hilarious i think the the main their main series is uh what's it called uh the gay and wondrous life of caleb gayo and it's mainly improv but a lot of writing and through that, you just it's just so much heart to it because yeah, it's right. just them trying to, you know, make something. I it's really, good. It's really it, inspiring. I feel like YouTube has been a perfect example of like being able to create your own stuff like that yeah. and kind of get it out there totally, and find an yeah. audience. Has that ever 
kind of crossed your mind to do something like that? Um, not in terms of blogging or anything like that, but in terms of content creation and dis- distribution. Mm. Um, I think if you can get it out there, just get it out there. Mm. Like it, it particularly worked for those guys who I was just talking about. But um, even in even in terms of um, smartphone smartphone filmmaking, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so easy. Like it is an amazing camera. And it's somewhere to start. Like it's somewhere, Absolutely. and it's what it's what I plan to do um, with this short form screenplay I'm working on. Just to like do it on an iPhone, get it done and dirty, and like just get it out there yeah. and see what happens. Like it gives you the opportunity to just produce, and it's like stop yeah. kind of thinking that you need certain things to do things. It's like no, just you have exactly, a camera. Everyone yeah. has a camera, so just do it. Everyone has a camera, yeah. Because I guess uh, personally, and I'm sure everyone does, you kind of do make excuses for yourself. Like, yeah. oh no, I didn't go to film school. I don't I don't have the right lighting here. Like, I don't know how to do this. But you just got to try, like, yeah. which I've kind of learned myself. You got to try. And like nine out of 10 times, it'll come out terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Like <laughs> fail miserably and just like learn something from that. Yeah. Totally. What What's your head like, your head space like right now? Like kind of, are you in a good place? Are you in a stressful uh, place? Well, I, I guess I'm, well, yeah, it's almost the end of the year. And uh, part of me is like reflecting on, you know, what have I achieved? And I think that's where it gets tricky because mm. I guess a lot of people think of achievements in terms of monetary or, you know, jobs, but then it's good to, you know, to chill out and take a step back and just think of like the personal stuff you've achieved or the progress you've made in your work or in your acting work. Um, so honestly, there's, it's 50-50. Like some days are great. And I'm like, yeah, wow, I'm doing good. I'm yeah. succeeding. I'm talking to people. Then other days I'm like, this is this is bad. Like I, <laughs> I live in a shithole. Like I, oh. I know, right? Exactly. Like I'm ugly. Like oh, please. it's, um, yeah, well, exactly. Like you got to remind yourself like, Oh please. Like, yeah, that's not true. Um, so you just kick that out of your head and it's like, just ignore that. And it's yeah. like, well, acknowledge it and then acknowledge just kind of let exactly. it go. I think that's the way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 50, 50. And I accept that it'll be like that, mm. you know, like there's no, I don't know. Yeah. It, I think it will always be 50, 50. And I think that's life. It's like, it's, you're exactly. going to have ups and downs and that's the whole point of it. It's yeah. like, you have to go through exactly. it. Exactly. That's the point of it. For mm. Yeah. Uh, a final question I ask everyone, what yeah. is your favorite sweet? My favorite <laughs> sweet. I, you know, I thought about it and I just have to say the almond croissant. Yeah. There's nice. no nice. specific yeah. like favorite cafe or favorite baker who does it, but just getting, if someone brings me an almond croissant, with my coffee, mm. then I'm just like, I'm home. Like yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm present. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Like it's, it's my favorite sweet. It's sure. that crispiness with the softness and flakiness of it all. I yeah. Think, isn't it? yeah. And there's something pure in the flavor of almond. I don't yeah. know what it is. Like I'm addicted to just eating almonds, but then they made a croissant. Out of it. I'm like, <laughs> Thank you. And that's Thank the best you. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it that. is. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Portrait Session in partnership with Emporio Armani. If you enjoyed this story and would like to read more stories about men in this town, check out the new issue of Mitt Magazine, available to pre-order now at meninthistown.com. Have a great day and thanks again for your support.